midnight. Time for a complete breakfast with my Count Chocula. You can't count, Count. It's time for my strawberry-flavored Frankenberry. A collection of Star Wars stickers. One in specially marked boxes of these monster cereals. Star Wars stickers! Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. My name is Jason. This is our 15th episode. Joining us tonight... From MyGroupStarWars.com, it's the OT Curmudgeon Tom. Hello, Tom. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good morning, good day. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? How are you uh, enjoying those uh, Frankenberry, uh, Count Chocula? And... Well, I, I don't want to hog the intro. Well, let's get into that a little later. Okay. All right. Also joining us from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hey there. How are you doing? We're doing good, Chris. Good. <laughs> From Bendoms to the Black Series, he collects them all. It's our good friend, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and joining us for the, for the first time from ActionFigureInsider.com and Geek Shell Inherit Podcast, it's Daniel Pickett. Hello, Daniel. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, hey. I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, I'm a huge fan of Geek Shell Inherit. I, I have never missed an episode, so I'm oh, excite, wow. excited to have you on the show. I don't know if to say thank you or I'm sorry. <laughs> Jason, you tell that to all the guest podcasters. Uh, because it's true. I actually don't <laughs> ask people on the show unless I'm a big fan of their podcast. So oh, I see. That's actually one of the qualifications to get on this show. <laughs> wow, I'm an honor. I'm honored. <laughs> all right. So, Jason isn't biased or anything. No. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't like your show. Gain on. Gain on. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own podcast. That's it's right. Podcast. right. Daniel, Daniel, that's exactly why why I did start this podcast, because I always wanted to be on a podcast, but nobody would let me on one. So Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> the miracle of today's technology. That's right. Is this what this is all about, Jason? That's <laughs> right. You guys are just part of his fantasy. Of yeah, I, I understand now. <laughs> and uh, for everyone listening out there, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys. Reach us uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Galaxy of Toys. And, uh, yeah, get in touch with us. So, uh, tonight can, we're... Can I bring up one piece of old business? Of course. So, I was listening to episode 14 earlier this week. Uh-huh. And I just want to say, I was the kid that had the 12-inch figures. Oh! Awesome. I, oh, had, wow. I, had, I had all of them but two. I did not have... R2-D2 or Princess Leia, and the only reason I didn't have R2 is because I used the remote-controlled R2-D2. I thought that one was cooler. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah. There you go. I didn't, I didn't have Princess Leia because that was a doll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. We, we, we were, we've been going back and forth on whether those are action figures or dolls. I'm, I'm firmly in the corner that they're action figures, but it seems like everyone else thinks they're dolls. Uh, a toy, toy that you can't dress is an action figure. I think yeah. what we've we came to the conclusion with, yeah. and uh, uh, action figures that you can dress are dolls. I had all of them, uh, yeah, yeah, including IG88 as a kid. At some point, my mom got rid of them, like in a garage sale. But 
in a box, I had almost all their accessories, including both IG-88 guns, his bandolier, uh, you know, Luke's belt with his grappling hook. So when I went back to complete my collection again as an adult, I could buy loose things, uh, you know, incomplete and put together with my old accessories. So do you have, do you have a complete set now? I do now. Yes. Oh, great. Nice. And just for, uh, to the doll action figure, here's the thing. Here's, here's action the, figure. Here's the thing. The first action figure was introduced in 1964, 12-inch G.I. Joe. You could clearly take on and off the outfits, uniforms, accessories. So, If you were into that sort of thing. Yes. I wasn't born yet, but, <laughs> but I know it's true. <laughs> we've, all, we've all seen them with the, uh, the flocked hair and the, and the manly beards. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so tonight we're gonna just uh, we're just gonna kind of catch up catch up with everybody on what we've uh, been getting lately and what's coming out soon and what we're looking forward to, and do a little speculating at the end. Uh, first, let's just start off with seeing uh, if anybody got anything new since we talked last and what's out now. So I'm gonna start with Tom actually, and Tom picked up a couple of vintage playsets. Uh, Tom, why don't you tell us about what you have? Yeah, falling back to uh, ICE a couple of episodes ago, uh, everybody went south. Uh, my buddy Chris B. and myself went north to Everett, and we went to Bobacon, a kick-ass little toy store up there. And I picked up a uh, Land of the Jawas and a Droid Factory playset with boxes, and they were in really great shape. And, uh, oh, I, I picked up, uh, hold on just a second. Let me see. Uh, I should have gotten this before. Hold on. Can you guys hear this? Listen to this. I got this, too. Sound like yes. a zipper being unzipped. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's you, what I was calm. worried about. We're going to have to change yeah. our ratings calm, tonight. Calm, Daniel. Calm, calm, calm Daniel. <laughs> L- listen to this. Can you guys, do you know what this is? No, Tie, that fi- is? Tie fighter. That sounds like a battle-damaged nope. X-Wing. Nope. No, nope. yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the guns. No, that's uh, that's an X-wing. That's the uh, first oh. X-wing. Oh, the first one. Pick that little baby up too. I think it's running out of batteries. That's why it sounds so. Is it white? Or so yellow? tired. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Caucasian X-wing. Nice. Daniel, um, I'm not sure how much uh, Star Wars um, st- stuff you have. Do you have Do you have most of the vintage playsets? I have all of the vintage playsets. Awesome. Think, yeah. I, yeah. I figured you would. <laughs> and, I, and you know, the, the painful thing for me is uh, I helped a buddy when I worked at Disney sell a bunch of, like, Power of the Four stuff on eBay. This is when eBay was first coming online. And as a thank you, he gave me a boxed Droids Factory playset, never been opened. And I just, I stare at that thinking, remembering how much joy I had playing with my original one. Uh, but, you know, this one is complete. Everything still in its bags. And it's like, do you open something like that? Or you just keep it for posterity. <laughs> the one that I got was uh, was non-bagged, but it was complete. And the first thing that that we did was uh, put together all of the um, all of the droids in the uh, little droid handbook. And uh, eh, oh, we built there's them not a whole lot of playability in there. It, it looks great displayed, but these these droids that you could build were just ridiculous. <laughs> I love them. But Chris, you, right? Am I am I lying here? Or? Yeah, they're kind of wonky. Like the, the the parts were all loose and stuff, but it could have they, been because of the connections. Maybe might have shrunk a little bit over the last you know thirty five years. But 
I was just loved it because that was the only way you could get a three-legged R2. I mean, that was worth the selling point for me as a kid. Right. Uh, Ryan, do you have the do you have the Droid Factory playset? Indeed, I do. Oh, awesome. Thought I was being special here, but apparently that's just as bad as com- <laughs> that is common as air now. Thanks, guys. I have like five, Factory, I have I've like... had that for a couple years now. I, OT curmudgeon Tom. Oh, come on. Uh, I got around to it. Let's just say that, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> Land of the Jawas set also. Pretty cool. Really cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that That's one. That's a nice set, yeah. Got to get more Jawas now to fill out my uh, unpopulated uh, new play sets. Yeah, you need more Jawas. Other than that, that's about it for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris, have you picked up anything recently? Um, I picked up a Luke Jedi with, with a blue saber and a snap cape. And this uh, is... This is the vintage Luke Jedi from the uh, vintage Luke Jedi with with the blue saber. Uh, the blue sabers are nice. Yeah, I, I never had that one, so that was kind of missing. So I picked that one up. Where did you uh, pick that up, Chris? Do you want to give uh, give that joint a plug? Uh, sure, I picked it up at the the toy stable. Oh, oh, yeah. you were down there. Wow, cool. Yep, yep. I was what? inspired by by ice and all the the vintage collectors and. Uh, yeah, so I gotta get, uh, gotta fill some of my my gaps in my collection. So I think uh, ice really kind of uh, motivated a lot of people to uh, go vintage shopping the last couple weeks for sure. I had that blue lightsaber up until about 1999, and I used to live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I moved from Nashville to Grand Rapids, Michigan, and somewhere in that move, I lost the blue lightsaber, and it it still bugs me to this day that I can't find it. It's cool. Yeah, you should, you should pick one up when you get the chance. Uh, Ryan, have you picked up anything recently since or since we've last talked about new newer items? I, I've bought a lot of stuff. Have you? <laughs> well, um, g- give us the list. All right. Well, of course there was the uh, the the Amazon stuff, the the vintage slave one, mm-hmm. and the vintage tie interceptor both mm-hmm. arrived, yep. and, and I've got pictures up on the Facebook page. Did you I open also, those, Ryan? Yes, I did. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I like I like my toys out where I can play with them. And, got it. Well, uh, you got to take it out to play with it, right? I'm exactly. Gonna mute. I'm yes, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also uh, got the the newer Naboo Starfighter that barely kind of hit out um, in the United States. I ordered it from Amazon UK. Um, I think it was about forty bucks shipped. It was a pretty good deal. So um, I did pick that up. Um, I've got. I recently picked up from also from Lynn's Toy Stable the uh, Battle Damaged uh, Vintage X Wing. I'd never gotten that one before, so I finally picked one of those up. Um, I got the giant 31 inch awesome Darth Vader, which is I think one of the coolest th- toys I've ever seen. I, I think that's just an awesome, awesome piece. Um, coolest toys you've ever seen. Yes, it yeah. is awesome, Tom. I, I'm going to nominate the 31-inch Jack Pacific Darth Vader as the best Star Wars toy of 2013. Well, it really doesn't have much competition, but I'll go oh, along yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm I'll gonna, in a close second, I'm going to say, well, go ahead, Ryan. I'll say my Okay, later. so um, let's see. What else? Have I, there's been a lot of stuff. Like, I've bought a couple of, like, vintage items. Like, I got a little 1977 Star Wars, like, mobile type of thing that I got at Lynn's Toy Stable. Um... Gosh, what else did I buy? It seems like I've been buying a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I picked up some of the Petco uh, dog and cat toys, if you've seen those. Um, do you, Ryan, do you have any pets? No, I don't have any pets. <laughs> <laughs> but I had that. There was Vader stuff. I had to have it. Um, see see how I throw the ball and he hits it right out of the park, guys? <laughs> yeah. 
hey, I, I'm Star Wars crazy. What do you want? And I also picked up, I went to the Puyallup Fair, which is uh, the Washington State Fair, I guess is what it's called now. Um, and I found a set of Russian nesting dolls that had Darth Vader on the outside and then Luke Ceremonial, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, and Yoda. It's kind of like a, almost a homemade type item, but I don't think it's completely because I've seen these sorts of things before. Like I've seen the episode two one with like Anakin, Padme, and all that out there quite a bit, and it looks pretty much the exact same, but I did find one of those recently. I think that's about all I bought. There's probably some other stuff I've forgotten there, but it seems like... Oh, I did buy the Lego Sail Barge just uh, yesterday. I haven't opened it yet, but I, I did buy that. Uh, Daniel. Yes? I know you collect a lot of stuff. I've bought all the Star Wars stuff since I spoke to you last. <laughs> Everything. Throughout, from 1977 <laughs> on, since we've never spoken. Uh, <laughs> are you now? Are you an, uh, like a? Are you? Would you say you're a completist with Star Wars? Uh, I used to be. Mm. Uh, I since have you know there, you know I'm I'm sort of in Tom's camp where I'm not a huge prequel fan. Mm-hmm. So there's only. So many Qui-Gon Jinns I can have in my collection before I ask myself what I'm doing. So. I wasn't sure about you, Daniel, but I really like you. You're a good um, guy. You're a good guy. So, but the, Carol the, Ryan has to say. The caveat of that is I love droids more than anything. So, you know, Hasbro found the perfect way to sucker me in when they were doing the Build-A-Droid, you know, droid factory thing, where mm-hmm. I had to then go and get those to complete my droids. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as figures, uh, like the new three and three quarter inch Star Wars Black, uh, I don't think I picked up the Anakin. I think I did pick up the Padman. I'm not sure why, but I got, of course, all the rest of the classic guys too. Mm-hmm. That was in that wave. So uh, not not quite a completist unless it's uh, original trilogy. Do you um do you keep them loose or carded or both? When I when they first started back in. 96 mm-hmm. started up again i bought two of everything and did that for more years than i want to admit but now i just buy one and, and open it mm-hmm. have you noticed the black series figures the three and three quarter inch by you are they taping the bubbles to the cards have you oh i haven't that? seen that i haven't yeah. seen that here in la no okay i've kind of noticed that around here nearly every every carded figure has been taped to the the bubble, the blister has oh. been taped to the card. Yes, I've been seeing that too, Jason. I forgot to tell you the most awesome thing that I bought yesterday. Oh, okay, go ahead. I bought a Yarna yesterday. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have one of those before? No, I did, but there was two of them hanging on the pegs at the South or at the, the Tacoma Toys R Us, and it was two fifty. I had to buy another one. Those that Tacoma has that Tacoma Toys R Us has had Yarna on the peg like about ten of them for the last I'm thinking five years now. Is that is yeah. that, that that figure's coming on its fifth fifth anniversary? Yeah, I, I can get you a few more from here in L.A. if you need them. <laughs> no, that, that's all I needed. I just needed the one more. It's good. All right. Yeah. Anything? Okay, so Daniel. Anything, anything new that you found recently that you that you're thinking is like probably you know tops for this year so far? I've been suckered in by the gentle giant jumbo Star Wars figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with you know someone getting me one, and then it was like, well, I gotta have you know R two, and then my wife got me four for Christmas, and now you know I'm in. Are you all in? Uh, I mean, I'm going back and picking up some of the other ones, but yeah, I've I've been yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I am. I don't I know where I'm going. Uh, I think they're heading to the uh, they're going to make all of them and i wouldn't be surprised if they started making those droids and uh, ewoks figures at the end there either oh I can't what do you think don't, don't tell me that 
I just want them to get to Lobot. That's that's the character I want. I'll buy that one. That one's got to be coming up soon, Jason. I might even get an Ugnon if they make that. Oh, that'd be cool. So so right now that's what we want. I'm debating whether to get that that action figure express three pack. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So I've already got R5D4, which is in that set, uh, and I had a pre-order for the Death Star droid. So it's like, do I do I pull the trigger on that? Because it's got that special packaging that looks like the old three packs. I'm wrestling with that right now. It does look cool. Yeah. Displaying those, uh, it's just, that's a one quarter of your wall, though. Easily. So, right so Daniel, I was listening to uh, Geek Shall Inherit uh, about a week I think your maybe your most recent episode, or maybe the one right before it, where you and Jason Lindsay, yes, were talking about the Gentle Giant uh, life-size vintage stormtrooper. Seems like something you thought was pretty cool. He didn't think was all that cool. I'm in the camp where it's really cool. I would love to have one. What what are you uh, what what do you think you're gonna do? Well, you know, <laughs> I got to stand next to it at uh, at Comic Con, which was really cool. Um, so. If you, you may or may not know that my day job is at Electronic Arts, the video game company. And oh, really? We, we recently announced that we have the Star Wars license. So uh, one of the teams uh, in my building, I think, is going to start working on, on a Star Wars game at some point. So I'm going to see if I can slide one in under the pretense of needing it just to decorate and get that <laughs> Star Wars flavor. So cool. maybe make the company pay for it. We'll see. That's a hefty price tag, though, I'll tell you. Yeesh. It yeah. is. Unless you're in the collector's club, then they knock, you know, $300 off. So it's only 2000 <laughs> A mere, well, mere $2,000. I guess that is a little better. What's shipping on that? It's not free. It can't be free. Oh, I wouldn't imagine. Um, did anybody... Okay, here's something I want to talk about I found recently was the Star Wars Viewmaster. It is cool. It's a Viewmaster. It's kind of shaped like Darth Vader's head. Comes with three reels um, from uh, Tom's favorite, Revenge of the Sith. And it is really awesome. Like, it's it's something that they should have made a long time ago. And uh, I just want to give that thing a plug because I think it's pretty great. You can also buy a second set of reels for it. Um, it's called Story One, and the reels are uh, Attack of the Clones. I'm not entirely certain why they decided that. Attack of the Clones would be story one. Revenge of the Sith is story two, but... I'm waiting for that uh, episode one give-a-show projector <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be... That'd be great. Um, I imagine the, the Viewmaster was supposed to tie in somehow with the 3D releases that were going to happen and didn't, but... Oh, hmm. yeah, good point. I suspect you're right. But I hope they I hope they continue with this with this and make uh, some original trilogy uh, Viewmaster slides because they're they are really neat. So, and anyone listening, if you're looking for them, they're in the Viewmaster section <coughs> Viewmaster section of Toys R Us and not the action figure section. Hey, Jason, I got a question for yeah. you. There. Where is the Viewmaster section? Well, I had to ask. I had Did to you? Ask, okay. Yeah, and somebody. I asked an employee, and he looked startled when I asked him a question. I'm like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, he like jumped up. He was doing something. I, I Maybe he was doing something wrong that, I don't know. It just was really kind of strange. But then he said, well, we don't have very many of them. I'm like, well, just take me to them. And he did. And they did have a little Viewmaster section. Okay. So Was it like in with the science toys or? No. It was in with like, there are a lot of like, it looked, you know, I didn't look at it too much. There's like kind of by the game section, maybe somewhere between the science and the games. And, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was looking for one this last week, and I'd previously seen it in the action figure section and uh, I was going to go pick one up and I just couldn't find him at all so I think I'm just going to yep. order through Amazon yeah it's pretty cool and also the uh, 
the new 12-inch uh, Obi-Wan Invader are out um, in stores. I found them in Target. You are got... those the Proctology finger they ones? They are. They are. Ah, <laughs> neat. I might have uh, walked by a few of those when I was looking for my uh, vintage monster cereal packaging today. Did anybody else besides me pick up the 12-inch Hasbro figures? I did. I picked up, I picked up Vader. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, I like it. You know, if you keep the, the $10 price point uh, in mind... For that, I think it turned out really well. Mm-hmm. Because, you, know, you, you know, we heard all these these uh, reviews about uh, them being like shampoo bottles, you know, and all that stuff. But if you keep in mind that they're toys and they're 10 bucks, um, for that, I think they're really well done, especially Vader. Like, I didn't pick any of the other ones up yet. Not sure if I will, but Vader, I think, is definitely worth the 10 bucks. Yeah. One thing I noticed about Vader's helmet is... Um... It's really kind of uh, the plastic kind of on his left side of his helmet. It really um, bends in, and it looks like all of them are like that. Right, yeah. Daniel, are you going to collect these at all? I don't think I'm going to go for the the new 12-inch. These are the ones that are like the five points of articulation. Right, right, right. right. Uh, you know, I saw them at Toy Fair, and just I don't know that I need that. You know, I've, I've got the, all the vintage ones. I have the all the other Hasbro ones. I've got some of the Sideshow ones. I just I don't know if I'm going to dive in for ten bucks, you know, when, especially knowing that we have all the characters coming for twenty bucks in Star Wars Black. And you're getting the Star Wars Black. Oh yes, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I like them a lot. Ryan, you you said you picked them all up as well, right? Yes, I have them as well. Yeah, I, I like them. I, I think they're pretty cool. I think the Obi Wan's head sculpt's pretty good. The, the Vader's Vader's pretty cool. I don't have a problem with them. I don't think the question was if you had a problem with him. It's not oh. like he farted in class or anything. Oh, okay. Did you uh. So would you, oh boy, where am I going with this? Would you buy him again, Ryan? Yes, yes, I would. Would you buy two? Uh, No, I would not buy two. Gotcha, okay. I don't have room for two. Let's move along into what's uh, coming out soon, like hopefully soon. Um, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon Droid Factory figures are coming out in a six-pack. That include the Battle Droid, Clone Trooper, FA-4, Sand Trooper, Sun Fac, and TIE pilot figures and they're going to be available i think the pre-order is up now and they reduced the price a little bit maybe 10 bucks or so to uh is it 59.99 now i think it's 50 even i think it's 49 is what they dropped it to oh okay oh well that's even better um daniel uh i'm pretty sure you're gonna get these seeing you talked about the droid parts earlier i've already got my pre-order in when i saw that price drop i uh i put in my order uh ryan yeah, I got my pre-order in. I, I I dropped my previous pre-order and put in the new one on the new price drop. And with Amazon Prime, get the free shipping. So yeah. I'll so, be how, so how does it work? If you pre-order something from Amazon and then the price drops, they don't just automatically give you the lower price. You have to tr- cancel your order and then order again. It depends on what it is. There's some stuff through Amazon. They have what's called a pre-order price guarantee, mm-hmm. to where if it has that, if the price drops, you automatically get it for the lower price. However, the, the Droid Factory set did not have that price drop guarantee, but all you need to do is just cancel the old order, order, put in a new one. Easy mm. as that. Chris, do you have this on pre-order yet? Um, I have not pre-ordered it yet, but I'll definitely pick it up as soon as it comes out. So I think I'm going to pass on this set because I already have uh, FA4 that I got off eBay a while back, and this figure selection just isn't that great, I don't think. These look like a bunch of rehashes. Yeah, I, I just feel like I have all these figures. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why would I would need this. But I guess... I think, yeah, yeah, you probably do. Well, you have FA4. Right. right? So right. you don't need to pick it up because of that. But all the figures are going to come with the Builder Droid pieces so mm-hmm. you can build the uh, the Clone Wars droid, right? The, the realistic version of them. And that's... Uh... 
the Clone Wars droid from the which one? The TV show? The yeah, the Clone Wars animated show. It was is the droid that was um I think it was Jabba the Hutt's translator. Oh, okay. So eh. so I mean, there's basically two figures in the set. It's FA four and TC seventy. I think those are the two figures that mm-hmm. those are the reasons you want to pick this set up. Mm-hmm. Unless you collect carded stuff, which you know, I think it's really cool that they're releasing these because those were the card designs that we would have gotten, right? And then they canceled them, and so um, this is like the only way on how to get that actual card design. So if you're a card collector, you definitely want to pick this up. But yeah, if I, you're not, so yeah. I guess I may change my mind on this one. I'm, I'm at this time, I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, Jason, buy five figures you already have to get one that you don't have and to build one that you don't have. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Holding collectors hostage once again. Sounds legit. <laughs> Alright, uh, next is the Toys R Us Republic gunship, which may... Does anyone know, is this out yet? I think it's been reported as out. Yeah. I've seen it. Daniel, do you collect uh, any of these larger vehicles? Uh, again, if it's, if it's original trilogy, yes. If it's... Uh... The new stuff, not so much. So did you get the... Um, I mean, I got, like, Amidala's giant silver ship mm-hmm, that I still don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. It's leaning in a corner. <laughs> uh, Ryan, are you going to get this? I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence because I'm not seeing a major difference in it for me to get it. I, I like vintage packaging, but... I'm not big on the vintage prequel packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I might be, but that price point of $120 is also a big turnoff. What an oxymoron. I... What an oxymoron. <laughs> vintage prequel packaging. <laughs> sorry, but, sorry. It's all right. But, like, the deco on the on this gunship looks exa- almost exactly the same as the original 2002 gunship. Only now it has the turret balls. Well, I have three of that gunship. It's like, do I really need another one of these? Is there something major added to this to where I feel I should have this in my collection? And to, when the when this gunship first came out in two thousand two, right? The yeah. original. Yeah. How much did it retail for? Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. But you didn't get the battle balls or whatever, right? Oh, I bought those later when those came yeah. out. Yes. But that, that didn't come with it originally. No, that did right? not come with it. So. Right. They so, were like in a deluxe set where you yeah. bought the figure. And yeah, the... yeah, you got one ball and two figures. Um, I think there's a video about that. Isn't it? No, um, <laughs> and um, uh, for thirty bucks. So you know, if you figure to get, okay, I'm gonna say this: two balls for your gunship. Then um, that would be like an additional sixty dollars, I suppose. So that put it up at ninety dollars. Uh, you know, whatever. But the price of toys is skyrocketing. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pass on it. It's too similar to the original one, uh, Chris. Uh, we talked about this, I think just last night I talked to you about this, and you are getting this, right? Yeah, I'll pick it up. And uh, and you're picking it up mainly for the figures inside? Yeah, absolutely. I want to get my hands on those figures, and I understand that. I think on Yuck Face, those guys posted some pictures, um, and they stated that they're re-releases of like older figures. You know, which I can see is, is a turndown for a lot of people who already have those figures. And the same goes, I guess, for the gunship. But I, I still think, if you look at the secondary market... Um, you know, those gunship prices, I mean, gunships go for like $100, $150, some go for $200, you know, I mean, gunships have been in demand, so I'm kind of glad that Hasbro brings them back out. And can you imagine what would have happened if they had released the gunship without those two balls? I mean, everybody would have complained about it, right? right. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, now they're releasing the full set, you get the full deal, they throw in three figures, maybe not the most exciting figures. Um, but you know, at least you got some figures with it and the packaging, like, you know, the, you know, what Tom pointed out, you know, like the whole vintage style kind of thing is not really vintage, but at least it looks nicer than, you know, some of the other packages that they had in the, ba- in, the in the past. So I think overall it's, it's a nice, uh, it's, it's a nice box. It's a nice product. Just, it's a little pricey, you know? 
So, but yeah, I'll I'll pick it up. Maybe maybe they'll have some kind of sale where it just uh, goes down too. Although it is yeah, always there's Rust. always like you know once the once the big toy Toys R Us um what what do they call it the the big toy book or whatever comes mm-hmm. out yeah mm-hmm. there's always like what a twenty five or twenty percent off coupon in it so yeah so I'll wait for that and then I'll I'll probably pick it up. Tom, you if you go to what is it um I threw up StarWars.com, there's a picture of you. Uh, trying to vomit on one of these. Uh, yeah, you cute, Jason. <laughs> if you go to the Facebook page, I grew up StarWars.com. Um, you will see me attempting to vomit on one of these toys. Yes. So Ugh. there you go. Okay. Hey, Daniel, did you get the vintage uh, Millennium Falcon from Toys R Us that came out last year? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get the one in the vintage packaging because mm-hmm. I had got it in the earlier version that had Han and Chewie in it. I got it. You know, for a great price, I got mm-hmm. like sixty bucks on clearance at a Walmart. So I was absolutely tempted by the to get it again with the uh, the vintage packaging, just because I'm a sucker for that. But uh, I decided to stay with the one that I had. Now I don't think I have talked to one person who is who's actually purchased the vintage packaging vintage packaged Millennium Falcon from from last year, and I'm just wondering what they're doing with all these. Somebody somebody must be buying them, right? And, I think I talked about on the podcast one at one point. There's a, a buddy of mine named Chris Tallman who's an actor uh, who's going to be on a Nickelodeon show coming up called The Thundermans, mm-hmm. and uh, he's also a big Star Wars collector. And he did sort of the set. He he bought it, had it in his trunk, drove around for about two hours, and just couldn't justify the price because this was when it was. And it's, you know, Toys R Us kind of changed the price on it at least twice, I think. Uh, and he bought it at the highest price and he took it back and returned it mm-hmm. within two hours. But then I think his wife got it for him for Christmas. So oh, okay. it had a happy ending. Because it was, it was $250 originally, right? Right, yeah. And, and now it's on clearance for $199. Right, yes. Right. Good old Toys R Us. <laughs> also uh, hitting the pegs. I, hopefully soon as the second wave of the Black Series three and three quarter inch figures R two D two from Episode two Pablo Jill Episode two Luminera Unduli from Episode two Elite Core Clone Trooper Episode three Stormtrooper Episode four and Mara Jade Skywalker Expanded Universe and I I don't even know if I want these but I'm, I'll probably get them I actually saw uh, I guess it was two weekends ago at PowerCon uh, a dealer had one set of them Oh he did yeah. how much how much was he trying to get for him? Uh, like twenty bucks a pop, of course. Uh, yeah. Okay, but I took some pictures of them. Yeah. So uh, out of these, Daniel, you probably what? You'll probably go for this. Any of them? Are any of these interest you? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably get R two just because I have a whole shelf mm-hmm. of just Astromex, uh, Stormtrooper, uh, and probably Mara Jade too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, I'm kind of this this wave just doesn't appeal to me although you know i do collect i try to collect most of the figures i probably will get them anyways but chris you usually can find uh the silver lining in some of these waves that i can't what what is it in this wave um i would say my favorite figure out of all of those is going to be pablo jill the mm-hmm. jedi so too he mm-hmm. seems like he, uh, the figure is a nice update compared to the previous release mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I saw some pictures online today of of mara jade that was a figure i was looking forward to the pictures I've seen online didn't look as great, so I'll have to wait and see what it looks like in person. But I, you know, to answer your question, I would have said that those are the two figures which, which I, you know, are special. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So we have them in hand. So everything else, like you said, is kind of boring. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Luminara Unduli seems like it's a nice update as well. But 
you know, another stormtrooper, another R2, another, you know, uh, elite corpse trooper, you know, nothing too exciting. So as far as production goes, do you think this might be one of the last waves that was produced before Hasbro found out that the uh, the prequels were not getting the remain the episode two and episode three are not getting released? Like, you think this is the end of this? Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> Those figures should just come out and just go, you know, so yeah. we just move on finally. Yeah. So. Ryan, are there any of these figures that you're especially looking forward to picking up? Not really. I mean, I'm going to buy them all, but there's nothing special in this wave. I guess maybe the Mara Jade, but I wasn't too impressed with that face sculpt that I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Pablo Jill, I know it's it's new. It looks it looks good, but did we need a fully articulated version of this character? I mean, the previous one was fine. It looks good. It looks great in the, uh, the Geonosis diorama. And I'm not one of those that subscribes to the idea that we have to have a fully articulated figure of every character. It's like, you know, if it looks good in the diorama, great. Let's go with it. Why, why you know, put another one out? But... You know, I'll still buy them. I mean, other than the, the Stormtrooper, I think the Stormtrooper looks awful. I think the helmet just looks terrible on that. But, you know, I'll still buy it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, the, we'll enjoy those toys, boys. Glad you're having a good time. <laughs> I suspect Thanks, this, this wave is pretty Episode 2 heavy, so I suspect we'll see at least one more wave that's Episode 3 heavy, just for how far in advance they work. We've talked through this, I think, since the beginning of this, since we started this podcast. We've kind of been like kind of dreading to some extent dreading all of these episode two and three waves just because it's kind of tired but hopefully you know next year things maybe will change yeah we've been talking about this particular wave i think back in january or something Mm -hmm. since the first episode of our podcast yeah yeah so you know can't wait for this to finally come (laughs) out you know we have uh these in washington we have these meetings we call them starlack meetings kind of star wars collectors meet once a month and we're kind of kicking or kicking around the ideas about What's going to happen with the Star Wars line going forward? And I thought I might just ask everyone and just try to get everyone's uh, thoughts on what is going to happen with the Star Wars line. Um, we really don't know much beyond, uh, you know, the next wave. And uh, Daniel, I'll start with you, actually. Um, where do you see this line going next next year, just to even start? Well, uh, you know, I think it's interesting because really everyone is biding time until the new films come out, which is just going to be crazy. And and. Thinking about it beyond that, when the new films come out, with what Disney's talking about doing with one film each year, you know, part of the the thing most of us enjoy most about the Star Wars line is that you've got some time between films, so you really get into some of those deeper cut characters. But I don't know how much of that we'll get once the new movies start hitting if you're just producing lines for the film of that year. You know, you've got about 12 months to get all the core characters out for whatever thing. And if they're going to do, you know, regular episode ones one year and, you know, the sort of standalone characters the next year, that's going to be kind of crazy. I mean, we know for next year they had stuff in the pipeline for episode two and three that that didn't go through and a lot of stuff got scrapped. So, uh, you know, the thing about the Star Wars Black, I, I feel like the the six-inch line does feel something new and fresh and interesting, but, you know, I, I don't know how, my, how much legs the three-and-three-quarter-inch are going to have unless they start doing something really interesting. Because, you know, again, like, like we're talking about, we're hardcore fans, and we're looking at this Wave 2 going, eh, you know, I'll get one, maybe two, but it's not like, gosh, i got to get them all. So mm-hmm. that that's going to be the interesting thing to see is how we react to still more of this Episode 2 and 3 
uh, stuff coming out. But and, and you know, Clone Wars was doing great with kids. You know, that really helped keep a pretty large section of planogram in every store. And now that that's gone away, you know, that that was kind of their bread and butter for a while. Do you think uh, next year is going to be Rebels focused, the new uh, animated series? Have we heard when we're going to start seeing stuff for that? I I think they said October next. Next October. Does anyone know for sure? Ryan, Chris, I don't. Yeah, I don't know a specific date for that. Uh, I think they mentioned on uh, on Rebel Force Radio. I think they mentioned uh, that they were talking about doing a a one hour special in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think there. I guess there was a break in between and then it kicks off in what you said October sometime in the fall hmm. but apparently there's going to be a one one hour special before that um, hmm. yeah I suspect Hasbro will jump on that just you know anything new Star Wars they will want to you know get their mitts on do you, do you think they are going to do a um, limited articulation figures for Rebels or do you think they're going to go all out and make the you know the highly articulated figures we've kind of seen for the last five years so much stuff right now is going to the more limited articulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hasbro right now, it's it's sort of interesting because they're doing both for most of their lines. You know, they're doing it for G.I. Joe. They're doing it for Marvel. They're doing it for Star Wars. So I don't know. I mean, so much stuff and other companies are sort of taking that lead of shrinking things down and going more three and three quarter inch. Mattel's doing it with a lot of their DC stuff now. So, you know, we know DC Collectibles has a, a three and three quarter inch line. So I feel like that's still the scale to stay in, even you know, because of the price of making figures. But, yeah, the articulation thing is, is going to be a real question. If, the, if they'll keep the two lines running simultaneously and do, you know, what the articulated things that we really seem to dig and then the, the, uh, the more kid-friendly, cheaper price point line. Daniel, do you collect the Marvel figures? Yes. And... You in know, both scales, right? Okay, so so Marvel's got something which going, which maybe Stars will have soon, where they'll have multiple movies and different things going on, and animated series, and who knows what they're going to do. Are you happy as a Marvel collector how they're handling the Marvel license? Uh, you know, we're just kind of starting to dip our toe into you know this this thing that they announced at Comic Con, where they're sort of rebranding each line under each new film that comes out. I think it's an interesting idea, and I think it could give the line more legs, but we'll just have to see how movie-focused they are and then how many sort of comic figures they bring in, too. I think that's that's sort of the thing most collectors are waiting to see that we don't really know yet. Mm-hmm. Chris, where do you see this line going? Well, I hope it'll stick around, you know. Um, there's um, on Galactic Hunter, Adam Paul, as he writes the, uh, the Q&A on every Monday, mm-hmm. and I like to read that, and I've been reading that for many years, and he doesn't sound too positive about the line. You know, there's some rumors that the line, the, the three and three quarter inch line, might just go on a break for a while, and then come back once episode seven comes out. Who knows? You know, I mean, we got Rebels coming up, and I think the the big thing is going to be like, what is Rebels going to focus on? Is it very kid friendly? Is it going to be more for adults? You know, I guess it's going to be very targeted to the kids. So. You know, once that's the case, then I can totally see Hasbro going with the five points of articulation, with just with the same thing that they're doing for the Saga Legends line right now. You know, yeah, maybe in a different look to to match the TV show better. Is that what they're gonna do? They're gonna make Rebels more kind of kid friendly? Is that what's going on? Well, we don't know yet. We oh. Well, I would, if I were to speculate, I would hope that they would do more something along the lines of Clone Wars. Wouldn't well, that make sense? The the art, 
I think yeah. the, 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 the small bits of artwork that I've seen so far, well, it doesn't really show whether it's going to be kid-friendly or not, Which, but uh, I think they're going OT-friendly. It looks like they're really trying to uh, maybe bring some people like Tom back, who uh, right. who gave up many years ago. <laughs> uh, well, consider the name, guys, Rebels. That's a rebellion against the, you know, the, yeah. the galactic government, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Is that really aimed for kids? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, seems weird. Yeah. Well, episode one was, you know, <laughs> oh, Zen God. Masters moderating a tax dispute. Is that for uh, kids? Well, no, it wasn't for anyone, really, Daniel. <laughs> I I so, think one thing Hasbro may probably is considering is Rebels looks like like it's probably going to contain some of the vehicles from the original trilogy. It looks like for sure Tie Fighters, and I can imagine. X-Wings, Y-Wings, whatever. Um, and they've got those molds all ready to go. So they don't have to retool vehicles. That would you know, definitely be in favor of staying with a three and three-quarter inch line. You know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. But, you know, the show is not going to come out until, like, fall or mm-hmm. something earliest. So, you know, they got to do something during the springtime or, you know. I mean, the one thing I don't want to see as a collector is another downtime like we just had. I mean, you know, there's just nothing out there to go hunting for, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I really hope that they somehow find a way to bring out figures that, you know, not just figures, but figures that we're interested in, you know, because that is a, that is their chance now to release those characters that, that we've been wanting for a long time, because, you know, like Daniel said, you know, once the, the new movies come out once a year, I mean, they're going to be focusing on the main characters, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, the original trilogies and, and the prequels as well, are just going to be on the back burner for, for a while, I guess. So oh, now yeah, is the time absolutely. to stuff out yeah agreed agreed chris for sure ryan do you care to speculate what might happen next year with the star wars line (laughs) um i think we'll get a rebels line i'm sure i mean there's got to be something to go with that right as far as the regular line i mean maybe the black series will continue for a little bit but i don't think there's going to be that many figures i mean if we're going to start to get darth plagueis and supposedly torn far and stuff like that how many more figures are we going to see from the the other six movies uh coming I, I'm hoping that maybe with uh, what we're seeing with the new Darth Maul that's coming in the uh, Mission series, that we might get some of those uh, fifth season Clone Wars characters that we never got before. Like, I would love to see the Obi-Wan and Bounty Hunter disguise, or even Obi-Wan in the um, as in the uh, Mandalorian armor or something like that, mm-hmm. or some of those different decoed Mandos we had in the fifth season. But, um, you know, this is stuff I'd love to see, but are we going to see it? It's hard to say. I, it, <clears throat> Hasbro's been playing it pretty close to the vest here, and... and you know, where I, it's going to be interesting to see what we see in New York in, in February. I want to go to the six-inch series now, the uh, <clears throat> the black series six-inch. Daniel, you you've, you're collecting these. Do you think this line has legs? Do you think this will last for years, or do you think it's just kind of a let's try it for a little bit and see what you know? What do you? I think as long as they keep it like four-figure waves, uh, that's easier for collectors to sort of take a bite. Uh, you know, if you start getting into those cases that have, you know, six and eight new figures at 20 bucks a pop, that's just, I think that's too steep for people to commit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've seen it fail before with like Playmate Star Trek when they change the scale on uh, on collectors that have a, an extensive collection of one scale. Uh, but I think they really sort of started off the Black Series right and... You know, there's a lot of, you know, six-inch collectors out there, people that love DCUC, people love Marvel Legends, and, you know, they've never had uh, a Darth Vader to step in and, and fight in that scale. So I, I think there's still, 
definitely collectors are interested in it, and you know, I think everything everyone has seen so far, they've been fairly happy with, from what I've talked to. Chris, are you sticking with the six-inch line? Because I remember you weren't sure when it you weren't sure when it first came out. Yeah, no, I totally love those figures. Yeah, and what Daniel just said, I have not heard anybody complain about those. Um, actually, quite the contrary, I think a lot of people are really excited about them. So, yeah, I hope Hasbro keeps that going. Mm-hmm. Ryan, six-inch figures? I love them. Keep them coming. Uh, as long as there's not too many in a year, I'm happy. Tom, six-inch figures. Uh, teach, I didn't have a hand up. Why are you calling on me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> hey, no, yes. I don't know. It's fine. Did you get the, I, the vintage one, the, the sort of classic characters in the first wave? Me? Daniel? Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh. I, no, vin- no modern for me, even if, if it's got that vintage sneaky coat on <laughs> wow no I, I did see them i did see chris's uh figures when i was when i went to visit last time and they're okay um kind of seals the deal for me that i'm really not interested in in going back to the modern stuff but so in other words daniel i'm really not bringing anything to this conversation at all <laughs> all right back to the back of the room then <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> Let's see. Is there anything else really to cover about uh, looking looking ahead? At this point, you know, for all of us, how long we've been in it, are there still characters that you are dying to get in a certain scale that they haven't made yet? You mentioned a couple of, you know, Clone Wars figures, but uh, my hand my hand just shot up, Daniel. Yeah. Holiday special figures. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking itchy, lumpy, Mala. God, who else is there? Everybody. Those, uh, Carney, r- rid- those, yeah, uh, uh, the, the ridiculous little carnival uh, hologram things, mm-hmm. all of them. I, I wonder... Those would be the only ones that I would actually consider collecting because I, you may not know this, Daniel, and I'm I'm okay with the fact that I love the holiday special. Now, didn't there's about any... two, two, three or four people in the uh, in the world that actually like the holiday special? I'm one, and I believe Jason is one as well. I am so. one as well. Go ahead, Daniel. Yep. Now. Have, we've seen prototypes for the, at least the Wookiee family, right? Yes. Like vintage ones? Well, yeah, those are – what would you say, Jason? Were those kind of dated, maybe 79, perhaps? Uh, no, those were those prototypes were made in 78 before the holiday special came out. Oh, before the holiday special. From my there understanding, it was under consideration to release those, but they thought that the window for those characters wasn't long enough. So, knowing that those exist and that there's pictures of them, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the the recent announcement right after Comic-Con that Funko bought the Reaction brand out of Super 7. I like where you're going with this. In order to keep making Mm -hmm. uh, sort of vintage figures and maybe figures that never got made, and Funko has a Star Wars license. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone's someone's little boy dreams may come. I I would love I would love for them to do something like that. That is that is what I think is a possible future for three and three quarter inch figures with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. that's it. I mean, it's a it's an interesting idea. You know, Funko is in the catbird seat because they have every license ever, uh, and they they really love the idea of that reaction. Uh, that, that Super Seven was doing so much, so they bought the company. So I, oh, I would love for them to do that, and 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 not just for the holiday special, but to do Tarkin, Sand Trooper, any of those figures from the original trilogy that we really wanted that never got made. I would love for them to do them in in that vintage style. Yeah, sounds compelling for sure. Mm-hmm. Chris, right. would you, Chris, would you be on board with that? Oh, totally. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. I'd love it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Can someone make that happen? We have no power, do we? we have- <laughs> 
Can I talk about the pictures I want to see? Yeah. Okay, so from Hasbro, I would love to see the dead people line. Uh, um, I want to see the, the burnt corpses of Owen and Beru Lars. I want to see... Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I want to see the dead Padme in the coffin. Uh, I want to see what they showed us at Sideshow, or at um, San Diego a couple years ago with Darth Vader on the funeral pyre. Uh, Qui-Gon on the funeral pyre. Anything like that we have. We've never seen these figures. These should come out. They're part of Star Wars, and they work, look great in dioramas. It seems to me like with some uh, some matches and a little lighter fluid, you could just make these yourself right. at home. That's an e- easiest, oh, cus- at home. easiest yeah. custom ever. I didn't say I did that. I that with G.I. Joe figures. I'm not burning Star Wars figues. Come on. That's Maybe like it. Obi-Wan's crumpled robes from Episode 4. They actually gave us that. Uh, there was a Darth yeah. Vader figure that came with the crumpled robes as an action figure stand with the light Saber sitting That's right. on top. That's 30th, right, yeah. 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Horrified. Horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying, Ryan. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> that could be the, the correct Star Wars black line. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they come in just uh, sealed packages so you don't save, see, uh, don't horrify the children. Save the proofs of purchase for some barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's right. All right, and, and another thing I, I wanted to ask, okay, and this actually isn't so much toy focus, although it, it, it does impact the toys. Episode 7, it was announced almost a year ago that they were making Episode 7, Star Wars Episode 7. We've heard nothing about it yet. Nothing. Anybody, is, does it seem unnatural to not know anything about the movie at this point, a year after the announcement, or is this, do you think this is, you know, how it... I like that. You do I like that, it. though. Yeah, because I don't want to know anything. I'm going to try my best. We've talked about this before, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sticking to my guns here, guys. I'm I don't want to know anything about it because I I don't want to go in with with a carmudgeony attitude. I want to go in with a fresh mm-hmm. Ryan Ryan Beasy attitude to the Whee! show. Exactly. See, that's how I want to be when I when I sit my butt down in the seat. Daniel, uh, I don't want to be that guy, but because of where I live and some of the people I know, I have heard some stuff, but I can't talk about it yet. Not on our podcast. Yeah, you can't talk about the reprisal of uh, Jar Jar Binks or any of that stuff. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard, and you know, we. I feel like we keep hearing almost things. You know, mm-hmm. we keep hearing little. You know, there was. There's been all the speculation about, you know, the original trilogy actors. I did hear that they did talk to Billy D. Williams. Mm-hmm. That was that was the one thing I've always been wondering. What about Lando? And uh, I've heard that they have reached out to him, and he agreed. So that's that would be cool. Awesome. That's cool. You know, that I, might be an exclusive here. I, yeah. I, I actually think that right. Billy D. should be in Episode Eight, not Episode Seven. Okay. I think, I think because you know he came in on the second movie of the original trilogy, and I think kind of to mirror it, he should come in the second movie of the. Sequel trilogy. That's just my thought. But I mean, for as as quiet as they were able to keep the deal of you know selling the Star Wars property to Disney, I mean, who would have thought that could have stayed so secret with mm-hmm. so many people involved? Uh, it doesn't entirely surprise me that we haven't heard much yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, the calm before the storm, you know. I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm so excited about this movie. I just I just need assurances every once in a while that they're still working on it. And sometimes I feel like, are they still even working on this? I, of course they are. They paid four and a half billion dollars for it. But <laughs> come on, I, I think they're looking to make their money back here as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I just the what we are hearing so far is stuff that I really like. The fact that they, you know, are trying to get people like Lawrence Kasdan back involved, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the original effects guys, 
you know, they're they're dipping back into what we loved about the original trilogy and trying to get as many of those existing people, John Williams. You know, I, I like what I'm hearing on those fronts. Absolutely. So, I agree. Uh, all of Sounded those good early, so far. Yeah, all those early announcements are things that really could get me excited, and, mm-hmm. and I have been. So This cast and uh, crew is really shaping up to have some huge potential. Let's hope so. I like that they're shooting it on 35 millimeter film too. That's what I've heard at least. Yeah, I, I've heard they're they're building more sets instead of things being more digital, and that they're looking for some more practical effects instead of all digital. Also, wouldn't it be cool if we could do a podcast live from the set of Episode Seven? Yes. Ugh. Can you make, uh, make yeah. some calls on that? Can we what? Can you make some calls on that? Because yeah. I'll sit in on that one too. Chris at JediBusiness.com, you've got contacts. Can you do? Can you get us set up for that? Yeah, I'll, I'll get on the phone after. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, <laughs> I, I don't see, think I see that's the... going to happen, Chris. <laughs> Not this time, buddy. Does anybody else have anything that they've been dying to talk about as far as Star Wars toys before I start wrapping it up? I've started collecting parts for my own R2 unit. Uh, so you're going to build a life-size R2? Absolutely. R2-B1, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Tom, is this going right. to be R2 from Episode 1, R2 from Episode <laughs> 2? <laughs> see what it is, Daniel? You see how hard my life is I trying, to, trying to associate gonna, myself gonna... with these... <laughs> These hooligans. Tom, are you going to build the little jets off the side so you, it can, you can pretend he's flying? <laughs> well, I'm going – I'm trying to go – I'm going to go for an episode four oh, R2. No, that will be really cool, and I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it when you're finished. That, yeah. that is cool. Filthy yeah. Tatooine episode four or Metal No, you know what? I think I might uh, – well, you can't keep him pristinely clean. That just wouldn't look right. So there's going to be a little schmutz on him for sure. All right. Restraining bolt? No, no, he's uh, he's free to go. All right, he's free and to are, come and go as he pleases. And are you building like one of the fully uh, remote controlled ones, or is he just going to sit there and look pretty? That's what I'm shooting for. You know, I think a lot of people in the uh, in the R2 club are maybe think, ah, oh, you're just going to do one of the two legged ones, and he'll sit in the corner and and look fun. But to actually have one where you can control him and and roll him around at cons or whatever, that sounds like that sounds pretty uh, pretty fun. So that's what I'm going for. I'm going for the definitely going for the remote control if I can. <laughs> it's quite a quite a large undertaking. Um, good with putting stuff together, definitely not good with electronics. So we'll see how this ends up. Cool. Well, uh, that that's always been my dream too. So when I win the lottery, I'll have my little guy that can hang out with yours. There you go. <laughs> we yeah. can race them. Exactly. All right. Sounds good, Daniel. Okay. And that is going to wrap up the show tonight. Again, you can contact us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Follow us on Twitter at galaxyoftoys. I would like to thank the uh, co-hosts tonight, uh, Tom from IGrewUpStarWars.com. Thank you, Tom. Visit us on Facebook, IGrewUpStarWars.com. Thanks, guys. And uh, make sure you're, you're going to be enjoying all those uh, Count Chocula's, blueberries, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, uh, they're not like I remembered, but uh, they'll do. So I'm going to be trying all of them throughout the week, so that'll be fun. And the vintage, the vintage packaging for those are at Target. Anybody of course, like? yes. Right. Yeah, if you're looking for the vintage packaging, hit hit your local Target, and uh, it's breakfast time, boys. Yeah. And this year they actually brought back Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy, so that's that's yes. super that never, exciting. Never tried those, so I'm gonna I'm looking forward to those. I had to break open the uh, blueberry, not quite what I remembered, but uh, still pretty decent as far as a breakfast cereal goes. Yeah. yeah, they did. We talk about that actually on the 
the episode of Geek Shall Inherit that goes up on Monday that, about how they did change uh, kind of the format of Fruit Brute. So. Ah, oh. oh. that'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, okay. so that's a little teaser. Cool. There you go. Cool. Cool. Chris B. from JediBusiness.com. Thanks for having me. Daniel, thanks for coming on. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next time. And our good friend Ryan. As always, thanks for having me on and letting me torment Tom. All the more I can do that is always good. <laughs> thanks, Ryan. <laughs> and thank you, Daniel Pickett. Tell everyone again how they can uh, follow you or get in touch with you or follow what you're doing. Uh, so at actionfigureinsider.com, you'll see us there. Uh, we're also actionfigureinsider.com at Facebook. Uh, we're AF Insider at Twitter. And Geek Shall Inherit, uh, you can follow us on uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or go to geekshellinherit.com, and you can find all the episodes there. And uh, I, like I said earlier in the show, I love Geek Shell Inherit podcast. It helps me keep up on a lot of stuff that I don't follow quite as closely, so it's a, it's a good show. I'm subscribing right now. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, so. Well, yeah, thank you guys for letting me come and join in your reindeer games. It's always fun <laughs> to come You're and talk about Star Wars. Really glad to have you on. All right, so... Um, yeah, so this is Jason, and it's uh, time to look for Akmina and say good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend, then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems Just one more rhyme, friend Yes, it's a crime, friend But you know time, friend Time can fly So it's good night, friend Good night, but not goodbye